Hi, it's me, Stephanie. Welcome to the InvestaVision podcast second series. It's all about exploring transitions in life, in careers, in expertise, and our creative spirits. It's all about taking a vision and making it a reality, making it happen through investing time, energy, creativity, money, and curiosity. Let's share our journeys. Let's get going. Welcome to episode three of InvestiVision's podcast second series. The first episode in the second series was all about my vision for the book and the idea that it would supplement my retirement income through its success. The second episode is a conversation with Steph Finds a Friends illustrator, Christian Brile. It was a lively discussion on putting pictures to words when creating an original and unique story. Christian introduced me to our third guest today, Petra Falterbaum. Petra teaches English at the Hohenstaufen Gymnasium in Kaiserslautern. Getting the book published is a challenging process in its own right, but feels like a piece of cake when it comes to marketing and sales, getting the book out there, especially as a self-publisher without the platform for distribution and marketing. I actually thought it would be the fun part. After all, I am a seasoned salesperson. Little did I know. So much of our any enterprise and undertaking depends on timing, and we had the misfortune of not only COVID interrupting people's consuming habits and then the Russian invasion, which had created the current inflation, the great economic uncertainty, and the challenges affecting our days-to-day lives. All this has also affected schools, teaching, and learning programs. This is where my guest comes in. Petra took my English ebook, Steph Finds a Friend, and created a workshop and used it as a tool for learning a foreign language, making it fun and meeting the challenges. Using the book gives the kids also a chance to learn storytelling and enhancing their creative writing skills. The idea also opened a new market target group for me, namely schools and courses for teaching English and or German as a foreign language in the form of storytelling. Petra not only used the book to help her students discover a foreign language, but also discussed the story's underlying message of friendship, curiosity, discovery, and joy. Welcome, Petra, to our third episode of InvestiVision's second series. It's a pleasure to introduce you and share with you your experiences with my book, Steph Finds a Friend. Please, Petra, tell us a little about yourself. Thank you very much for this warm welcome, Stephanie. Yeah, my name is Petra Falterbaum and I'm a teacher of English and Latin and sometimes also for ethic courses at the Hohenstaufen Gymnasium in Kaiserslautern. I've been here for nearly 20 years now and um, originally I'm from Mayen, a little town near Koblenz. And that is where I met Christian, the illustrator of your book, because we went to school together there. I did my studies at Trier University and then came to Kaiserslautern to be a teacher. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I have never heard of Mayan, so that was all new. I had to look <laughs> it up. To visit it. I, I had to look it up. Yeah, and it's a beautiful yeah. part. It's a beautiful part of Germany. I know. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's, it's true. It's yeah. near the Eiffel, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. right, and it's close to Rhine and Mosel and these romantic river valleys. Yeah. And a lot it's of worth wine. Visiting. And wine. Good wine. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> of course. 
So what were you thinking? What inspired you when you uh, thought about using Steph Finds a Friend for, for a workshop? So last summer I was teaching my grade five. So they began um, speaking and learning English in grade five. So the school year was quite longish. And so I thought it would be a good idea to, to read kind of a story to give them that feeling of success to be able to read a complete little book in a foreign newly learned language. So um, I had a look around different things. And then one afternoon, Christian called me and told me about your book and sent me a copy. And I just flipped through it and I thought, okay, that is quite interesting and nice because it's a story of friendship. So when our kids come to grade five, they have left primary school and come to a completely new school, meet new kids, get together in new classes, get to know each other a little bit better and make new friends. So actually uh, this making friends topic is quite a recent topic for them in grade five. So I thought that would be a good story to do um, the combination of reading, getting into the new school and having a feeling of success with a new language. So, and that was why I chose the book and said, I, I try it. And was it challenging being just one year English students? Um, I had a look at the, at the language thing and I thought, okay, maybe um, the past tense would be um, a bit uh, tricky for them. Um, but we did some one or two lessons introducing past tense, the normal things and found out oh, these, these few irregular things, we can manage that. And they were able to get the context, really. That was uh, really going well. And they had some familiarity with English, right? From TV or? Yeah, from primary school, yes, of course. Yeah. So there is, there is kind of a regulation that they all should have the same knowledge of English uh, when they leave primary school. Of course, that is not the case, but we have already done then from summer till last June and worked together so that we had uh, quite a good basis to get to it. And the workshop the, was... The animal names, of course, was something that we had to talk about <laughs> and to find out, but Christian's picture uh, did a good job for that. Um, so with the pictures and the text, um, they could do that very well. Yeah. And I had another uh, little trick. I have two senior students that... Um, help sometimes with the class and do some games with them and activities with them. And I invited them for the introduction lesson. And one of them, they are grade 13. They are doing their Abitur right now this winter. And of course they are fit in English. And uh, I asked one of them to read the beginning to them. And that was quite fine. Yeah, that was cool. good. Cool. And they liked it or? Yeah. 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 They had fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even yeah, the big ones. <laughs> when you talk about the names, it was also a, a challenge. And okay. people are saying, well, you must be a very vain person to use your own name <laughs> as a chief character. <laughs> and I and we only used uh, Steph and Chris, which is yeah. also short for Christian. My son is also Christopher, so it, that mm -hmm. was the idea. And... Uh, Everyone said, I have to come up with names that will fit either a boy or a girl, gender mm -hmm. neutral right. names. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, girls could make it a, a she instead of a he. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we just stayed with Steph and Chris because they work both in both uh, genders. 
Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> but what did you find difficult about the names, or what did the kids find difficult about the names? The kids, the kids found uh, found the Chris with the many S's oh, uh, okay. very funny. <laughs> and when when we got ahead a bit more, I had them read some passages loud um, aloud, and they had lots of fun to read this Chris very accurately. Um, so that was that is good. That is a telling name. They had fun with that telling name. That is good because they understood why this character has this name. So that is good that kids get um, an understanding for why is a story structured like that and what do the names tell me. So they got that at once. Yeah, cool. Yeah, because I was um, also wondering, did the kids see what Chris was at the very beginning when when uh, Steph opens his eyes? Did did they know? What it was from the picture? Uh, maybe, maybe not all of them at, right at the beginning, but but quite soon, of course. And and after that, one could see the the smiles while reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also a, an idea that I would make it a, a sound a button mm-hmm. with for sounds for the ah, for okay. the tooting okay. and for the um, hissing and. Yeah, um, yeah. That can come later, I guess. <laughs> they say yeah, it's very okay. expensive to to make those kind of books. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah. Of course. So I'm learning yeah. all of this stuff. So, <laughs> and so your your purpose was just to extend your English class. What to, what were you setting out to do with the workshop? What were your goals, so to speak? Um, so the main goal, indeed, is um, to go out of our school book and go into a real book so namely a story book um if there's time enough i really do that uh, every time i can even make it and last uh, summer there was time enough and it was even time enough i thought to try something new so um all the publisher companies that um, publish our school book they also publish some kind of little story books with uh, vocab adapted to the school book so that we can very easily use it. Um, But I thought um, maybe it would be interesting to do something new. So the main goal is to make an experience with a newly learned language so that they can have a feeling of success. Yeah, I can a lot of English after one year of learning um, so that, that I can read a book in this foreign language, understand it, and can have fun with it. So that is the the purpose why we do that at the end of the first year. And it worked well with the ebook. It worked very well with the ebook. Um, so the ebook discussion was mainly a price discussion, I must admit. Um, so of course, when I say we we want to read an extra book in our class, I have to ask the parents, of course. And at the parents' meeting, I introduced our idea to do that book. And um, the parents um, got that card that you sent me with the codes and were very, very um, fond of it. Um, But they said, of course, on 25 euros for a book for two or three weeks work, that is a lot of money. Um, So I said, we can have the ebook for five euro. And as my class is a tablet class, so we have all the school books as ebooks. So it would be consequent to use the other book as an ebook too. So, and the five euros for the ebook were no problem and they admitted that it would be perfect for them. And so we did it. I have to preface it, it was a special prize because when you look yes, on Amazon- Yes, of course, Amazon, we know, we know yeah, that, it, yeah, we know that. It's, um, we know that. 
for most people they'll have to pay more but this is something that um can be discussed with other schools if they want yeah, to take yeah, on your yeah. but they appreciated that very much that the kids get the chance to do that very nicely done book um for such a good price and to have the opportunity to try that out yeah it was all part of an experiment and, and yeah and yeah it, sure and, and they were very happy to be to be part of it also yeah, the parents yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah it's, i just find the whole thing pretty cool so <laughs> Did it, it take a lot of your time? Did you have to invest extra time to create this? It was a two-week program, correct? And um, or did, roughly, yeah. And do, or did you? And so, did you prepare it in advance, or did you kind of um, think of things along the way? How did you structure um, it? Then? Yeah. So the little preparation was the the thing, the preface of it to talk with uh, the parents, with the, with the school's purple and so on. Can we do that? Is that okay? Which price would be okay? And when can the parents consent? And how can we do that technically? So we tried out different formats, you remember? Yeah. And so I could send them via our communication app so that everything would work. That was a bit of a tricky thing, uh-huh. but we had that quite fast. Um, and the other thing was, okay, the story about making friends. Um, I used it actually to to have a bit of a review of the first year at the new school with the new classmates and how was it for you to make friends and what is important when making friends. So these were um, the big things. So the very lesson before we even started to open the book was a lesson about what is a friend and what does friendship mean. And here I also had the two senior students there, but they are two friends. So they talked about their friendship. And so they did some posters about friendship and what does that mean to have friends, to find friends, to make friends. Um, That was the main thing um, that I prepared. And then we read a bit and the language preparation was a bit the focus on the past tense, of course. And then on the go, I found out what the kids found striking about the story. And then we agreed on the um, creative kind of homework. So you got some pieces of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, cool. uh, yeah. And that was actually the result of a lesson where we got stuck in our discussion. So I said, okay, then just do it in a creative way too. Yeah. And they could, and they did. Yeah, and yeah. they could. <laughs> yeah, they had fun doing it. And did you see that it added to their uh, capabilities? Did they improve because of the two-week program, or did it enhance their their English capability? Or did, did... Um, the kind of progress whenever they start reading books is that they feel um, more comfortable in the language. Yeah. So when, when you work with a school book, you're just doing exercise number five, sentence three, and so on. It's only bits and pieces, um, kind of isolated, although they may have kind of a context. But these exercises are only exercises. But when you read a story and then can start talk about the story and um, can say some sentences on your own about the characters and what you think, that makes them feel more comfortable in a language. So after holidays, they even reported that they started to speak English with people on holidays and, and that they saw it worked. It, it, it's great. It's cool. And so that is part of all that, right? yeah. to feel free, to yeah. move freely in a new language. Yeah, fantastic. 
And so <laughs> did it contribute to their, um, I don't know if you grade uh, kids in school here or... <laughs> No, no, not this time. We did that after um, the terms where they got grades. And we do so always in the younger students' classes. So with the older students, of course, they have to read books and they have to work on these things and they get marked. Yes, of course. Um, But that has nothing to do with the staff book. That is normally with the first books they read. Yeah, but with the workshop, it was not a... a, uh, a, there was no performance criteria or, or no, grading. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, interesting. And was it fun for you? Yeah, I think it was. It was great fun for me to see how the senior students also had fun, and also the little ones had a lot of fun with the story. And I thought they sometimes realized tiny details that maybe I have overread. So, um, or they got stuck with different things that I thought, yeah, okay, that's nice. But they were really enthusiastic about the colors at the end um, that are shown in all the rainbow colors and all that. So, um, yeah, so that is what the conclusion is, okay, even in the digital age, children can be fascinated by books and stories. And that's, that's that is a good good news, I think. Very, very important and very good news, too. So I wanted to ask if you think it's a program uh, other German schools would want to use, if it, the, the idea, the presentation, would it be something that could be kind of packaged um, for other English courses around Germany? or I think it could be possible to do that after one year of learning English to try it out. So um, I can only speak for grade five at a gymnasium. I don't know if it would be the same and other school types, but I think um, to do reading experience is a very motivating and good thing to do for any language learner. Yeah. So, and, and the story about friendship is a story about a topic that is always valid and important. Yeah. So I think that it could be a book that can be used um, yeah, at any school, I would say. So you have to see what is necessary in preparation and language preparation so that they can get into it without um, being um, dismotivated by, I can't get the language. Um, but you have to help them a little bit, um, but then it works. Yeah, I think it was partly also I wanted to bring out, they're very different characters but they mm-hmm. have a lot of things in common, you know, the t- discussion with the mothers and the yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the play, yeah. the playing and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. That was an important yeah. message. I learned that from other yeah. children's books, too. Yeah, of and, course. And that, you know, you don't have to look alike. You can be very different people and still yeah. be yeah. best friends, you know, and, and, yeah. and discover that there is a lot of commonality between different cultures and um, mm-hmm. and we should respect mm-hmm. that and, and get excited about it. And, mm-hmm. the, and that mm-hmm. was sort of the underlying tone of the story is just a constant excitement. I've got a new friend. Yeah, right. And, yeah. And it really doesn't matter um, if it's not, this, if it's something very, someone very different than myself. And that's a very actual theme these days too, is that we have to learn all to get along 
with one yeah, another. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and understand that. And I thought the um, the the feedback I got from you and from the uh, the kids was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It was mostly positive. There were a few people, uh, yeah. a few kids that were a little bit more critical. And um, and they uh, what was really good is that they told me what they would like to see in the next story. You know. Yeah. Where, yeah. Yeah. So fantasy is working. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, yeah. 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 And so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, thank you very much. Do you have any other comments you'd like to share with me and with the audience um, about the whole project and, um, and what you would like to see more of or less of? Or... I, think, I think the most important message is that when teaching languages, we should always try to teach them some content too. So um, it doesn't have to teach rules and um, paradigms and schemes and so on, and they can learn that by heart, Um, but the language uh, starts to get alive when you read stories like that, and stories where they can find themselves in and find the parallels, even the, the parent situation that you just mentioned. So they see the parallels and find that and find themselves in the story. And then language um, starts um, living and get alive and vivid. And so I think that is the way to teach languages. I kept I, I emphasized in my introduction that um, something that inspired me by the book was when I just looked through the pictures without reading it, mm-hmm. it sort of thought, this tells a story. This tells a story. It doesn't have to be my story, but it can be somebody else's story. I find them very inspiring. I think Christian did an excellent yeah. job. And yeah. so I was wondering yeah, if really. that was something that occurred to you. That could the kids actually learn to to write or make up their own um, story or paragraph describing a picture? without knowing this. I story. think that is that is a good thing that is also trained in the first school books that we use. But when you have a, a story you have all you always have some parts of the story that are not mentioned in detail. So that was the, the, the point when, when Steph is sitting on that hill and thinking. So what is he thinking? So that was of course a logically following creative task for them. And so we saw that they are in it and really into the story and have ideas what is on his mind and what is going around there and what is he what he's thinking about and so i made them do a picture the creative part and uh, write down in a few little sentences what he may be thinking about so the language part so do a combination of all that so that they start even thinking in the foreign language so that also is a is a big help when you use a language that you do not translate, but that you start thinking in the other language. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, that's essentially what I wanted to hear and learn, and and this is our first encounter live, so it's it's really nice to meet you too. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for a lot for coming on board for our episode three of Investivision second series. And I find I found Thank it. Thank you fun. for having me. <laughs> I found it fun. I found it a real pleasure. And yeah, maybe we can do a, a, another version of this discussion later on as as things develop. 
So for those of you listening, you have heard only part of the story, but it's not complete without seeing the entire illustrated books. Links to Steph Finds a Friend and Steph Findedine and Freund can also be found in the show notes with chances to purchase the book on the website or find a link in the Berlin bookstores carrying them in the blog, also in the show notes. Our next episodes will include reflections and lessons learned from my participation at the Frankfurt Book Fair, as well as more interviews with experts on defining, marketing, and reaching the target market for a new venture. There's still a lot to explore. Investing in visions and making them a reality. We welcome all your ideas. And of course, we will continue to discuss with those who have been inspired by transitions discussed on this podcast. There are still lots of further exploring to do. Thank you. Please stay tuned and visit www.invest-a-vision.com and click on the podcast link to express your feedback and ideas or rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. In the show notes, you will also find links to Steph Finds a Friend in English and Steph Findet einen Freund auf Deutsch. I look forward to your participation next time. And until then, auf Wiedersehen. Goodbye.